Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. It is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast at four past six on your Monday morning and we have a cricket world champion, Kempe, and it wow. is the Aussies, the sixth <laughs> time that they've done it. The Aussies have done it, yep. I'll tell you what, the cricket um, world is in a bit of shock this morning. The Aussies doing it so easy too, mate. Well, that's the thing. The Indians never got going. They never got partnerships going. Like, I mean, their, their high scorer was their wicketkeeper. Uh, KL Rahul was 66, and he did that off like over 100 balls. So they were obviously struggling out there. Only three Indians really got decent scores. Yeah. Everybody else went pretty cheaply. Ten wins in a row and can't win the big one. And uh, yes, congratulations to the Australians. I know there'll be quite a few people in SEN um, Australia happy with that. The Aussies and the cricket team getting that done. Cricket's so big in Australia. I'll tell you, they'll be um, doing cartwheels over there. They'll have another public holiday, call it Australian Cricket Public Holiday today, um, getting a World Cup. They, they, they were never meant to win it. Everyone was picking India. Even we were talking to Paulie Mawadi last week, all the money was going on India, some big bets too. So Mate, a lot of disappointed people this morning if you backed India. It's, 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 about, uh, it's about peaking at the right time, right? I mean, remember Australia lost their first two games and everybody's like, are they going to make the semis? Are they going to make the semis? That's exactly right. You're dead right. You're dead right. It wasn't too far far ago we were talking about Aussie not even getting through to the semis, and then they get there and uh, take care of South Africa, and sweep the Indians um, quite easily in the final. Uh, Pat Cummings and the boys there, but big. I I I still got to say probably the 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 biggest image of that World Cup was uh, Glenn Maxwell's two hundred plus. Yeah, uh, two hundred and one was two hundred and one runs. I think yeah, it was not out. Yeah, to win that to win that game, it's. Uh, uh, that was superb. Uh, that was against Afghanistan when they were in a hole. And if they'd lost that, then they might have been on the outer, uh, to be honest. Let's have a look at the scorecard for you. Uh, the Aussies won the toss and put India into bat. Uh, and this is with the Indian scorecard. Rohit Sharma, the captain, he uh, scored 47 from 31. He was uh, bold Maxwell caught head. Shubman Gill. Uh, his opening partner didn't last long. He was out for four bold start court Zampa. Virat Kohli, clean bold Pat Cummins for 54 of 63. Shariah's Ayer out for four of three balls. Bold Cummins caught uh, Inglis. Uh, Kale Rahul, as I mentioned earlier, 66 of 107 balls before he was caught uh, behind off the bowling of Stark as well. Ravindra Jadeja, only nine. He could score off 22 balls. Um, once again, it was obviously the balls doing a little bit. The Aussies, a lot of caught behinds. Inglis had, uh, what, five caught behinds. That one off uh, Hazelwood. Yadav also caught by Inglis off Hazelwood for 18 off 28. So you can see the Indians not scoring at a great clip. Um, Mohamed Shami, uh, 6 off 10, caught Inglis bold Stark. Uh, Jasprit Bumrah was LBW Zampa for 1 off 3. And Kuldeep Yadav was run out on the last ball for 10 off 18. Uh, Mohamed Shiraj, 9 off 8, uh, was the not out batsman. India, 240 from their 50 overs, the best of the Aussie bowlers. Mitchell Stark, 3 for 55 from his 10. Uh, Josh Hazelwood took 2 for 60 off his 10. And tell you what, it's a captain's uh, go with the ball, mate. 34 runs off 10 overs in the final. That's what Pat Cummins did and took two wickets. Yeah. That's uh, that, a captain's that, that, knock. That, yeah, superb. Zamper also got one inside of Glenn Maxwell. In reply, India, well, uh, David Warner uh, did as usual, nothing. Uh, seven off three uh, at the top of the order. Bold Shami caught Coley. Travis Head, 137 off 120 balls. 
uh, bold uh, Siraj caught Shulman Gill. That was two runs shy of the victory. Mitch Marsh, 15 off 15. He was bold Boomerah caught Rahul. Steve Smith, LBW, Boomerah for four off nine. Manus Labashane, 58 off 110 balls. He was not out. And Glenn Maxwell, two off one. He was also not out. Australia getting it done with seven overs to spare and six wickets in hand. A few texts through. The old story, the team that bowls and feels the best wins. Or was it that the pitch improved as the match went on? Well, there was a bit of Australian um, suggestion that the uh, that the Indians were trying to pick the pitch again like they did in the semi-final, but didn't do them any good this time, Kempe. No. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Is that the highlight of the weekend? Or, you know, you've got... I guess that's probably one of the, the last big... Um, the big finishes to the end of the year, isn't it? Oh, it's the last it's all, big tournament, it's all American, yeah. It's all American sport now. Yeah. Leading and, into Christmas. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of sport out of Europe as well, also like the Champions League and your, yeah. your, uh, your the EPL soccer season and kicks stuff in. like that. Yeah, so, and the United Rugby Championship as well. And normally we're talking about the breakers too. They went down again last night um, to, was it Illawarra? Mm. I think it was sitting on the bottom of the table. They're joining them, so um, from the highs see, of last year to the to the lows of this year. See who's coaching Illawarra now? Who's that? You know, Jason Tatum, the Boston Celtics oh, star, yes. his dad, Justin. I get, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I guess that's what's happening. It's, um, well, it's a, you know, you're talking about all that sport, Rick. That's some, something we could probably talk about too, leading into Christmas, is the changing face of Pacific sport with, uh, you know, A-League soccer getting another franchise here in Auckland, um, NBA, NBA using NBL as a, as a decent pathway, as long as the, the, um, the soccer down here with the Phoenix and that being, I guess, promoted as a pathway for EPL and and the likes of that. Uh, well, we just saw uh, another youngster whose name escapes me now, but he was at Adelaide uh, on in the last week, signed by Bayern Munich for about five and a half million Australian. Yeah. Which goes straight into yeah. Adelaide United's coffers. Well, that's nice, isn't it? So how does that transfer system work? So if, you, if, you're, picked, if you're a kid coming through an Australian soccer system, do you get... A transfer if your kid goes and signs for for like Dortmund. Or well, something yeah, like that. And so in this case, is I think it's five point five or five point seven million Australian dollars. Uh, that's what Bayern Munich will pay to Adelaide for his contract, right? So they buy the contract. They're leaving the kid there for the season at Adelaide, so he can play the rest of the season. It's at Adelaide. changing for a club, isn't it? Oh yeah, big yeah. time, big time. And then there's usually a percentage of that transfer fee will go to the player slash agent. Um, and then the rest will go into the club coffers. Yeah, well, that's a transfer system that definitely works. Yeah, well, it does. That's a thing, you know. I mean, and and I, I don't know what the percentages are these days. It used to be around ten percent of your transfer fee went into the player's pocket. So if you got signed for five point seven million, he'd be pocketing five hundred and seventy thousand. I don't know if it still works that way, but that's the way it used to work. Mm. So, um, so that's not bad. And you probably have to split that with his with his agent as well, but. It's still not bad. Sets him up as well because, I mean, you know, he'll go to Germany. He'll finish this season. He'll go to Germany, play in the Bundes. Uh, well, probably he'll get loaned out. They'll probably loan him to a team in, like, Belgium or Holland or Austria or somewhere, play a season there, get up to speed, then bring him into the first team. That's probably how they'll they'll make it work. Um, and, yeah, but, yeah, great pathway, mate, great pathway. We should actually, I, I mentioned the United Rugby Championship. We should talk Kempe's kicker. Mm. Because Kempe's kicker last week, Dave from Karaka, he tipped us into two. And he tipped us in to a couple of games out of the United Rugby Championship. 
and man, it was close. So he said, you want to jump on these two, 12 and under. And uh, it was Glasgow uh, to beat uh, Zebra 12 and under, and I think Edinburgh to beat the Bulls 12 and under. Well, Edinburgh did beat the Bulls 12 and under. Sorry, it was Cardiff to beat Zebra 12 and under. Cardiff were leading by seven points at 80 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Zebra scored a try in the 85th minute and converted it in the 86th minute to draw the game and torpedo the, the Kippies kicker. Mm. Yeah. That's how close it was. Just about, and a decent payout too. Um, but we'll get there, we'll get there. It's a, the kicker's back up and running this week. Um, yeah, look, not far away, Rick, not far away. And that was a decent pick from you too. So um, looking forward to that that coming around. I'm going to thank Paulie Mawadi at the TAB too for helping us out with that uh, through the the year with all the changes that have been going on with Entain and... And the likes, but uh, yep, just keep an eye out. Thursday morning, Kempi Kickers back on again. Um, have a look what's coming up. Plenty to plenty to look at. Still, uh, yep. with the rest of the rest of the year rolling out. Uh, and um, the other thing that we haven't been really talking about, Rick, is the sevens. Like I've been watching a little bit of the sevens rugby too, and they they've been going around looking pretty good too. Our, our, especially our men's team. We had the Oceania Sevens. When was that last night? This weekend, gone the one before, right? And they they, they went pretty good. Well, they just you know they I like like looking at the young people coming through. You know, like the players and maybe there's some big boys, big fast young men coming through. Um, and another story that was out was Leo Thompson's brother, who who played New Zealand. I think it was New Zealand Marley's on the cusp oh, of all black selection. He's the hooker from he's from Gizzy originally, isn't he? I think he's been playing for Hawks Bay. Hawks Bay, apparently. Apparently, a twin brother of Leo signed for the Knights. Is that right? The Knights, eh? Well, because he, he's a he's a big. I think he was part of that New Zealand Barbarians team that went up at the end of last season to uh, to the Northern Hemisphere as well. So, I mean, given Dane Coles is uh, isn't going to be an All Black this year, and neither is Cody Taylor because he's having his his uh, sabbatical. You know, there's room for a couple of hookers, or you know, probably another two hookers to come through behind uh, some of Sony Tokiahau. So mm. it's yeah, it's a big call for him if he does go. Well, yeah, but uh, if they if they haven't signed him to, a, I guess, an All Black contract uh, yet, he's probably been offered decent money to go over there and join his brother. And uh, you know, the way that uh, Leo Thompson's been playing, and the way, you know, especially making the Kiwis a share and. And going to another level, they're expecting the same. You know, they they like the brothers. You know, the, the Safidi brothers there. If they get the Thompson brothers there, mate, they've got a decent forward pack. Mm, yeah, they're real good forward pack, real good forward pack. Actually, talking about uh, people switching codes, how's this guy? Uh, he probably his name isn't probably massive here because of AFL isn't massive here. But Mitchell Woods has apparently been signed by the Bulldogs. Now, Mitchell Woods is widely considered one of the hottest prospects in AFL. And the Sydney Swans were trying to sign him, but the Bulldogs have signed him, and apparently they see him as a half. Well, it's yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, look, that AFL NRL battle's still going on, isn't it? You know, the the cross code um, battle. A lot of the thing with it is a lot of parents now see, and a lot of the the pathways for AFL rugby union and rugby league have the same players at school playing the playing each one of them. So if you see a kid. Now at at school, who's pretty good with an oval ball, each t- each um, 
sport's going to have a crack at him. Yeah, 100%. Because that's... And trying to pick up a young bloke, this is that whole contract thing. You know, paying overs for a young bloke when, you, when they're at school and you're giving them 100 grand, when you think about it, if they actually come out and make it 19, 20, it's not, it's not a hell of a lot of money to be paying for a, uh, a player, you know, such as the, the likes of Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, because that's what happened with him when he went to Sydney City. But I tell you, it's all happening in Australia at the moment in terms of signings. Uh, Tim Eisenhuth from the Storm was supposed to be going to the Panthers. Well, the Dragons apparently have swooped in and grabbed him. Grabbed him instead of gra- um, Adam Fanua Blake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Replacement. So they've got they've got him. Tom Dearden apparently uh, is is also in their sights at the moment. Looks like Justin Ollum might be going to the West Tigers. Yeah, a big player swap apparently going on there. Uh, so you know, Benji's still trying to build that team. He's Oh, look, I listened to Luke Brooks talk about Manly yeah. uh, and just saying how much strike power Manly had, you know, and he's really looking forward to, to getting out there across the board. It doesn't say a hell of a lot for West Tigers when you've got your, you know, your, your marquee halfback that's been there for a number of years saying that, you know, West Tigers haven't got much strike power. No, well, exactly. I mean, he's letting Sean Bloor go by the sounds of it. Benji is part of the deal. He's one of the young Fords coming through. So, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. But the other thing that I, I noticed, and it's, it's all coming up at the moment, there's a meeting at ten o'clock Australian time today uh, about whether or not Hamish McLennan stays on as Australian Rugby CEO. The the money is that he won't. He's coming out and said, Tom Petty's saying, I won't back down and I won't back down either. And I was like, yeah, good luck, mate. Mm. Tom Petty's dead. Uh, and so is your career uh, at Australian Rugby, I think. Uh, but it's also come out now that because he's going, and Eddie's obviously gone, that Australian Rugby bosses are looking at the possibility of scratching uh, Joseph Soali signing. as a contract. Well, and a lot of it has apparently come back because Nick Politis has come out and said, oh, there's a contract here for when he finishes, when his rugby contract finishes, he's going to come straight back here and we'll get a contract for him. He's already got it locked uh, up. He's already got it locked up and now the Aussie rugby bosses are like, well, if that's the case, maybe we don't want him at all. So, yeah, watch this space. That might change. It is It is this, this transfer season, stuff. yeah, like players' movement uh, moving just before Christmas, just after is uh, is definitely on the cards for a lot of the NRL clubs. I think Joseph. I don't. I don't. I don't think Joseph goes to Australian rugby, mate. I think they, if they can, they get out of that that uh, that five million dollar hole that they put themselves in. And if uh, you know Sydney City decide to pick it back up, Joseph Swaley could still play, mate. Still a good player. Yeah, oh, he's a very good player, and he's still only young. But yeah, it looks like uh, Nick Politis might have done done Aussie rugby a dirty with that because mm. now they're all like, oh, well, I actually probably done them a favour if they do get out of that 